the gloves are about to come off. It is time to drop your butt. <laughs> Welcome back to Drop Your Buffs Down Under. I'm Sean Ross. And I'm Ricard Foyer. And I'm back. Ricard, I, first of all, thank you to Kelly Wentworth for filling in for me. I, I always have iconic people fill in for me. Like over on the Traders, I had Sandra Diaz-Twine filling in for me. And Kelly Wentworth filling in for me here. I feel like it's a bit disappointing for the listener when I'm, <laughs> when I'm around. <laughs> but uh, Kelly did a great job. You guys did a great job last week. Yeah, and we had so much fun at the premiere party. Oh, how oh did it God. go? It was super fun. I mean, it was hours of I have to ask, hours. You, I have to ask, <laughs> did you even watch the episode? Because uh, I'm going to no. spill a little tea here because I posted a <laughs> I posted a survey on the Instagram asking people, did you love the episode? Did you hate the episode? Are you not watching the season? Ricard, I can exclusively reveal here that you voted in the survey and you clicked not watching. <laughs> I watched it last night. Okay. <laughs> uh, any high level thoughts on Survivor Forty Six? I mean, I've got I've got a new era. I've got a Times Magazine new era legend uh, with me here, so I have to ask. I know. I was yeah, like, you were wait, in time. I I saw that. I get my Google alerts. It's usually <laughs> that or a breakup article. So <laughs> I was like, yes, Time Magazine. I love it. Um, I liked it. I I mean, it's hard. It's hard when I see new people. I always have like a little bit of growing pains. And like with 45, I couldn't stand the first couple episodes. Honestly, uh-huh. I like I hated everyone. And then I loved, I absolutely loved the season. Hopefully I'll have the same thing. I was getting the redheads confused. I was so confused with the redhead How girls. many are there? Three. What? Kenzie? One's Kenzie, Liz, and then the other one that looks like Liz. Liz has brown hair, and you're talking about Mariah, who has brown hair. Yeah. Maybe it's, like, a little rusty, but please, that is brown (laughs) hair. Mariah, I thought, was Kenzie with glasses. And I was like, oh, she's just, like, taking her glasses on and off. And I was like, wait a minute. No, that's not Kenzie. Well, that's funny, because when I did my recap with Evan, he was like, Liz is the person. Liz is my person this season. Loving Liz. That whole story about how she can't make friends. And I was like, that's not Liz. That's Mariah. It <laughs> was like, wait, they're different people. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, no, I was confused for a second. I like, I recognize Liz, but the Kinsey and Mariah is where I get messed up because I they literally, literally look so different. <laughs> but that's what was crazy to me. I even like, I was talking to Tom when we were watching it, and I was like, "Damn, she just like goes from fierce, fierce, fierce to like she's all that." Throw on some glasses. <laughs> In reverse. And like, I was confused for a second. And then I was like, wait, oh my God, that's a different human. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. <laughs> How do you feel watching a new crop of people play the exact same game you played six seasons ago? <laughs> um, You know, I... It's... I... I guess the I, point of my question is, do you think that it's time for the game to change a little bit? It really is. It really is. And I almost feel like... It went from being, like, some of the twists went from being a little absurd to a little bit more fun and a little bit more like, oh, that's exciting, to, 
like the beware advantages. Mm-hmm. It was wild having to say those phrase, phrases. Mm-hmm. And then the key element, I was like, oh, this is fun. Like, oh, they got to look for a key. This is exciting. And now she could have totally, um, what's her name? Oh, God. Who got Tiff. the uh, Tiff. She, she could have totally kept that to herself. And it was a beware advantage. And like, there was a way for her to not have to tell everyone she had an idol. And yeah. I, I, it felt a lot less beware than before. Totally. What it felt like to me was an idol hunt. Like back in the day when you would get a clue to where the idol is and then you'd f- go to that place and then there would be another step. Like it's, it's kind of just a classic idol hunt, which yeah. actually, I like, I like it. I, I, I liked it. No, I liked it a lot. But it's like they're trying to still incorporate these old things that I don't think worked as well. Mm. But to make it seem like it still works, they're turning it old school, but not... Right, they're still calling it beware. But yes, it's just but it wasn't. Hunt, really. It wasn't yeah. beware. Like what? So you, uh, but her running around that beach. Yeah, I mean, this so is the, cra- the craziest thing about this beware advantage is I feel like it was meant to be a little bit more beware because she receives this like uh, uh, zodiac killer code and uh-huh. somehow just cracks it. Well, I think that was meant yeah. to be like more difficult, but somehow her brain just did it. Yes. I mean, it felt to me when I looked at it, I was like, oh, this is like a Sudoku, you know, especially if you incorporate the word the once mm-hmm. you have that and you can put in another word like, you know what it can't be. And I love Sudoku. So and some people, they have to put 17 little numbers around the boxes and it's more difficult for them. So yeah, I, I guess she it. was just the right. I, yeah. I could do it in my head. I love Sudoku. So she just happened to be the right person to find it. Yeah. I loved when um, Kinsey was like. Love how your brain's working. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get it, but I love it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, this is not Survivor 46 recap. We have so much to talk about. Oh, yeah. I'm uh, not allowed to talk about 46. Whoops. <laughs> I. <laughs> what do you mean you're not allowed to talk about 46? I'm not allowed to talk about American Survivor. That's not true. I am not without permission until December. Since when? Since forever. I thought your contract was one year three this is news to me mm-hmm. and we better be careful because we know carolyn and carson got shut down <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah okay <laughs> noted <laughs> let's talk australian survivor titans versus rebels a I, I bring up 46 because there's a stark contrast here to me in watching where survivor 46 feels like kid nation and <laughs> australian survivor feels like survivor and so I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm not going to whine about Survivor 46, but it's very nice to be able to come back and talk about Australian Survivor this week because things are heating up. We've hit the merge, huge merge drive, 14 people. Yes, and no jury. <laughs> no jury. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, when I wasn't on the jury. Ah, oh, okay, interesting. Yeah. Well, let's get into it and talk right from the beginning here because there's so much fluidity this week in terms of where people are voting it's every episode it's a brand new voting block a brand new trust cluster if you will and i'm finding it honestly hard to keep track of but i think the big stories here are you know the camps of valeria and mark versus the camp of kitty and caroline and then all yes. the people around them and as the week ended we sort of had the emergence of the counterattack of ferris raymond and eileen which i love i, I just love i love all these groups there's people in mm-hmm. them and i love every i love people in each of the individual groups and so it's really fun to watch this play out and then you have kirby who's just like somehow evading 
all of the target that she had in early in the game and just like playing this really yeah. fluid game and like she could coast right to the end and win i know and she, but she still has enough of a resume that i think she could bring totally that. yeah um and i was very much team ferris for a while when it was like ferris first kirby uh-huh. And now I'm I am on the Kirby train. I, <laughs> I I think it's I think the fact that I get to see her play the game that she envisioned for herself of being under the radar, going with the flow, wanting to be in control, but knowing when to back off. And I felt like she was going way too freaking hard. And I was like, mm. ah, you're not doing what you want to do. And this week, I was like, oh, she does have a lot more complexity to her. She does have she's very dynamic. She knows when to hang back. She's seeing the clusterfuck going on around her, and she knows, like, this isn't my time. Mm. Let me just chill. And I think just that awareness makes me so drawn to her. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Okay, well, let's go to uh, the drop your buffs moment where they merge at the reward challenge. And now we have this sort of tradition where at the merge, we play for a $60,000 cash prize from Set for Life. Um, If you're struggling with gambling addiction, you can find... The numbers to call on the bottom of the screen anytime set for life is set. <laughs> I really love this challenge. And just the fact that in the span of one week, we had a $60,000 reward challenge and a car yep. is so exciting. It's so fun. I love these really high stake reward challenges. And it hasn't come up, but I like the idea that this could be a problem for people, right? And yes. to the point where I think they've corrected here and said like, well, Valeria, Valeria won $60,000. She can't participate at Tribal Council mm-hmm. today. Not only can she not vote, but she can't be voted for. And I think that's a really good way to just like give some time between that huge win. And, and I can't remember if they did this in the past. I really can't remember. I do not but, remember them doing this um, at all. It's like, I think it's a good little thing to do to like protect that person, at least momentarily. And we see like Valeria seems to get through it. So, Princess Belle. Yeah. 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 Why? <laughs> I don't get the wait. Are, I think they're, they're Princess Val. No, they called her Belle and Belle of the Ball and Princess Belle. I don't get I, that. I thought the same thing. I was like, wait, maybe I'm mishearing it. Maybe they're saying Princess Val. But then right afterwards, I think it's Eden who's like, yep, she's the Belle, Belle of the Ball, Princess That's Belle. That's what I thought I heard. Yeah. Okay. It could be both. It could be both. Interesting. Interesting. They're using a lot of names at the same time. And she was soaking it up. She was. She loved it. <laughs> I mean, the the fact that this reward came with the bed at camp and that the bed is there and it's fucking pissing rain and so windy. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is actually iconic. It reminded me, like, I think, wasn't it? Oh, God, I'm going to, like, screw this up. But I feel like in season one, uh, prior to the merge, they had to send two delegates from, or one delegate from each tribe. They sent two people. And it was Jenna, Jenna Lewis and Sean. The doc, Dr. Sean Kenneth. Mm-hmm. And they had to go meet on the sand spit. And they had this like romantic night together. I think they want the pr- production wanted it to be romantic, but they like obviously didn't care for each other. And I think they had to spend the night in this bed, but I think it was similarly weather was not great. And it was just like, yeah. this is a weird like reward for us to have. Because it's actually, I'd rather be in the shelter. Yes, I love um the public at camp rewards. I don't even know if it's American Survivor or what, but they had a big ass bowl of spaghetti that they had to eat in front yeah. of everybody. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Uh, I miss those spaghetti challenges or spaghetti rewards, rather. <laughs> uh, but we also get, I want to call, since we're talking Survivor history here, I do want to call out Eden 
at the merge, making a pretty deep cut survivor reference and and not even his last of the week where he says i'm so glad i made the merge i'm finally dateable yes yes do you know that reference yes i do and i'm testing I, you oh shit <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's something that people have said ever since but it originates with cat uh cat from one world but not in one world it's in blood versus water when she's playing with her boyfriend um whatever his name was the big brother guy yeah yeah and hayden i think and she gets voted off she gets sent to redemption island she goes to redemption island she's like i don't even care that i'm at redemption island i'm not gonna cry and then she starts crying and she's like is hayden gonna break up with me i I didn't even make the merch i'm not dateable Uh and then i think somebody repeats it at the next blood versus water in san juan del sur but i can't remember who did that Um, i remember it being a reference i just couldn't remember names yeah okay well but I wrote it down. I was like, I, I, oh. I have more tests for you to come. Oh, shit. Because, well, while we're on the topic, of course, Eden is going to get blindsided at the end of the week. And do you know the reference he pulls out when he gets blindsided? What did he say? He said, I've been bamboozled. No, I don't. Which is what Richard Hatch said when he was voted out of All Stars. Ah. Uh. So he's making deep cut references. And I ranted about this on the Survivor 46 recap, where I was just like, the problem is not that Survivor is casting super fans, because all we have to do is look to Australian Survivor, who this year cast a lot of super fans, mm-hmm. and it feels very old school still. Like there is a diversity of age, I think, is really the key element here. Um, I think especially like older people tend to play different than younger people. Yeah. And so I just think this is this is how it works. This is like you can cast a super fan like Eden. And I have to say that what you said to Kelly Wentworth last week that I don't like Eden. <laughs> which which wasn't incorrect based on the information you had. But I do have to say I've seen six episodes since that conversation, right? Since the last time mm-hmm. you and I have talked. I've really come around to Eden. And like granted, it's a little late, but... I, I came to really enjoy him, so. I see. Well, I struggle. <laughs> just want to set the record straight. I don't really struggle with Eden so much, especially because we're getting a lot less uh, movie quotes. Mm-hmm. What I struggle with, when he lies, his taking gulps of water constantly. <laughs> he, yeah. His bottle is at his lip. It is like the yeah. worst tell I think I've ever seen in any yeah. season. He Truly, hides his face I, with his water bottle, yeah. It's so bad. And he's just like, Little sip. What, what are you thinking? And twitch, 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 sip. Like, oh my God, put the fucking water bottle down. It, it, like it actually bothers me so. <laughs> yeah, I, I, could, I could see that. I could see that. I don't know. Any, anything else to say about this reward challenge? I mean, it, it came down to Scott and Valeria. And obviously this is going to be a big episode for Scott, but. Uh, no, no. I, I mean, uh, all I was thinking was don't win, don't win, don't win. You didn't play the, this. The, there was, you didn't play the bow on the bo- the ball on the bow did you no um mine was a ball on a small circular platform right. on the beam you won that did. didn't you yes i did yeah. yeah and then you voted chan out yes i did <laughs> <laughs> slay uh, <laughs> so let's talk about scott because there's a couple of moments that i want to point out here And it's really after the tribes come together and you have this moment between Kitty and Scott that I thought was kind of sweet, where it was like, Kitty's telling Scott, hey, I'm not a strategist, which is a bold-faced lie. And Scott telling Kitty, look, like, 
I'm not great with confrontation. I hate confrontation. It makes me feel really uncomfortable. And I think that this is going to sort of like string through the rest of the episode and then Scott's decision ultimately to leave because I just think it's funny. He tells Kitty this and I'm going to fast forward a little bit to where, you know, Scott uh, tells Kitty that her name is on the chopping block for tonight. And she's like, she confronts him like she does the thing that he says i don't i'm not comfortable with this and she's like you've got to tell me where you heard this from she's doing it in front of people and like this is like moments before them heading to tribal council and him deciding to go home so i know there was other things going on but i thought it was interesting that their relationship started with this like opening up to each other and then she did the thing that he hates done to yes and for a moment i was kind of thinking damn, is she going to think he's starting rumors and want to gun for him? Like, that was the energy I was getting. Like, mm. she was pissed at him. He's the one saying the name. He's the one starting trauma or uh, drama. Not at all the way it actually went. But I was a little stressed for Scott, but for a totally different reason, because I did not see this coming at all. Mm. Yeah. I guess there are signs, there are indicators, especially when Kirby comes over. Now, in retrospect... Kirby's like, hey, let's have a chat. Not about game. Let's chat. I thought she was trying to save him from the situation because he had said too much and it was going to be a game chat. But there was clearly so much more going on that she really just wanted to have an actual heart to heart with him. I was like, oh, okay. New set of eyes. I see. Yeah. I felt like Kirby was really being an ally in that moment where she was like, Mm -hmm. let's go. Let's go. Like Kirby saw the signs. Yeah. And I feel like she was the only one who was like really emotionally in tune with Scott. Yes. That we saw, anyways. Yeah. Um, and then the other big story, certainly this week, but it's starting here, is the fracture and coming together and fracturing of Mark and Caroline and, yeah. and their allies, right? Because it, right after the merch comes, Caroline's like, I, okay, I like, first of all, I'm going to go talk to Valeria. I'm going to make amends with Valeria. But when she goes to Valeria, she's like, just so you know, Mark is really sneaky. <laughs> so it's, like, <laughs> it's just like, uh, I, I just feel like all of them have bungled this a little bit and yeah. none of them have played it perfectly, but I'm, I'm riveted by the dynamic. Yeah. And I, we are getting so much. It's funny when uh, you become a target and seeing how that momentum even if it doesn't really make that much sense, it, it just like, it's so hard to stop it. It went from, you know, let's get rid of Kitty because she will weaken Caroline to we must get Kitty out. Kitty is the target. Kitty's mm-hmm. the one that has to go. And it's just like, it, it, we kind of forget the whole reason was to weaken Caroline. So yeah. gun for Caroline. But we now... It, it, the momentum was too strong. This is the thing that sort of got me scratching my head about this season in particular, which is that every time somebody wants to take a shot at somebody, they always take an indirect shot. Yeah. So it's let's weaken Ferris by getting Raymond out. Let's weaken Caroline by getting Kitty out. Let's weaken Mark by getting Viola out. And so it's like, what? why don't we just... And I know sometimes there's idols in play and things like that and questions and trying to create the blind side and not the obvious move but it's just like consistently every time it's starting yeah. to get a bit strange and let's weaken mark by getting by getting winna out it's like why not just take out mark 
Now, I think every once in a while you do need to go for one of the big targets, but I actually am very on board with what they're doing. Because if I have somebody who everyone wants to get out, I get to always have that default Mm. of that person needs to go before me. Look at them. Because if we just get rid of all the, and I don't want to call anybody weak, but if we get rid of all the weaker players or the sidekicks, you're now, now you, if you are not one of the big dogs, you're next to go and you Mm. have to have a nice balance. Um, But it makes sense to keep the big ones in. I, I would rather, if Mark was no longer in the game, who are they going to go for? It's more likely they're going to go for me than, you know, let's say Raymond or whatever, because maybe Raymond's weaker than I am. And it has to do with your perspective of where do you rank along these sidekicks? Are you right. a bigger threat or a smaller threat? So and I sense. feel like we saw we saw similar things last season with George and Simon just constantly keeping each other in and yes. and and always having a rivalry. But maybe they'll work together. Maybe they won't. And but there was, it was always like let's take out the person next to them. Let's take mm-hmm. out who they're working with. And I have to say, like f- from the audience perspective, which is the perspective that I'm coming from most often, is like that's so great for us because we get to keep going with the story of Caroline versus Mark. We get to keep going with the story of Valeria versus Caroline and Kitty. Uh, there's always, and, and the Ferris and Kirby, if that's going to continue on, which again, they're promoting next week, that it's going to continue on. And mm-hmm. so at least uh, narratively, it's very rewarding for the audience that the, that the big dogs get to stay in the game. Otherwise yeah. we, we end up with a survivor all-stars situation. Yeah. Um, I think where I get a little more confused is when the not big dogs are the ones gunning for the sidekicks. I think the people who are a little bit weaker in the game or don't have as big of a resume or that much attention on them, they should be focusing on the big names. They should be focusing on the marks. And, like Raymond should be focused on getting out Ferris and all of, and Caroline or whatever. But instead, you know, we have. Eileen, who's gunning for Kitty, when Eileen should be gunning for Caroline, you know? Mm. Uh, she should be gunning for Kirby. She shouldn't be gunning for sidekicks. Um, yeah. 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 But I guess that depends on wh- what kind of power you hold in any kind of voting block, right? Yeah. Because Eileen would have to convince hold, yeah. Ferris to do that. Well, look at the like the place that Eileen was the most stressed out person last week. Mm-hmm. and she was, And now she's just like, I feel fine tonight. <laughs> totally. I have to say this trio of Ferris, Raymond, and Eileen is iconic. I, I never saw it coming. I never saw it coming. And I love them so much. And they're in such a great position. And the fact that they were able to like swing that last vote against Eden was just like incredible. Mm-hmm. And it's really fun. I just truly never saw this alliance coming. Yeah. And, and being able so to tight. like bring Kirby into it and yeah. Kirby being so trusting. Rihanna, oh, Jesus Christ. That girl, she just always <laughs> voting wrong. That random ass vote for Mark, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, we're, we'll get there. We'll I get know, there. I know. So I think that that's really interesting. But uh, just to to wrap this one up, I guess this plan that doesn't come together uh, is that uh, you know this is where Eden wants to take the shot at uh, Raymond, and then Scott telling Kitty that she's in trouble, and all the blow up that comes from that, and what. I want to point out here, because this vote never actually happens, so we don't have to dwell too much on it, but I feel like, and look, I really like her, I like her, but Valeria's a little messy, I think, because you have this situation 
where Kitty and Caroline come and confront Mark and Valeria about like, we've been told, we've been told it's Kitty tonight by Scott, right? Mm -hmm. And Valeria's like, it's not. I have never, like, I haven't said that name. I have not heard that name. Kitty's name is not on the block. And then two seconds later, with everybody still present, she's like, so who was the leaker? (laughs) Who leaked it? (laughs) So wait, both things can't be true. We can't have a leaker and that not be true. I was a little confused on that comment, and I didn't know if it was the slip up when she's like, what we need to focus on is who told you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but I feel like we're also missing like quite a few things from this episode because we go to tribal and we've talked about this offline, but we go to tribal and there is like a real feistiness from Kitty at tribal. Mm -hmm. She's talking about how she's been underestimated. She's built multiple businesses. She's making seven figures. It's going to go to eight figures next year. Like she is going out swinging. Like she really feels like she's going home. And then we have all of that squashed when Scott decides to quit. Yes. Uh, Do you have anything to say about Scott's quit? Um, you know, at first I was pretty annoyed watching the tribal and I think even JLP was like, oh, so you're, you're quit, you know, there, there's frustration there. And then I think when it shifted to, this is a weird comparison I'm going to make. Um, but it's all I could think about. He reminds me of Robin Williams of just like a constant smile, you know, so funny, so fun to be around, lovable, but you don't realize how much they're struggling because mm. even JLP was like, I, this is out of nowhere for me, you know, seeing this, hearing this. And that made me feel for Scott in a very different way. The people mm-hmm. who are hiding it the best, how much they're struggling are the ones I get the most concerned for. And mm. so I actually, by the end of it, Especially when I saw Alex cry, you know, when I saw everybody getting very emotional, Eden cry. It's like, oh, I I wasn't as bothered by it as I thought I was going to be. I really wasn't. Mm -hmm. Um, I do think that his quit, uh, I assume that he was not going to be a jury member, whoever was voted out at that one. Because that's pretty common. You know, the first vote at the merge is not jury Some Mm -hmm. lately. And then from that point on, jury begins. I think, though, the fact... And it, it, I think that if he was going to be a jury member, now the numbers are not going to be right for final two or final three. And I think he potentially is the reason that Winna is not on the jury. Because it would have been uneven. Or maybe would have been even, and then there could have been a tie. So I think his quit actually is why Winna is not on jury and why we don't have a jury yet. Okay, that's a theory. Yes, my that's just pushback to that. Yeah, my pushback to that is that with a final three, if it is a final three, and of course, David Forster told us not to expect a final three, always moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but that with a final three, you can have a tie any which way. Like the numbers yes. don't really matter for a final three. For yes. a final two, they really matter. Yes. Um, and we had some close calls in in Survivor history. Micronesia famously had an even numbered jury and could have been a tie, mm-hmm. which would have. Been and so, like common. that's why I'm saying, like I don't know if it's final three. I yeah. don't know if it's final two. Mm-hmm. I don't know what mm-hmm. would have happened. Maybe he was never going to be on jury, whoever that vote was, mm-hmm. and who knows what it yeah. was. But I do think that is just something that came to mind of, I wonder if this messes up jury, if he ends up going home and he was supposed to be on it. Yeah, and when I saw yeah. him not on the jury, the next uh, vote, 
was like, okay, maybe his way of leaving the game was, I need to go home. I can't even right. be in this space. And I wondered, I wonder if the next vote out will not be on jury. And then I saw when it wasn't there. And I was like, ooh, I don't know. Mm. Just, yeah. It was just a thought. Yeah, there's a lot of things going on. And it is a huge March tribe. So who knows whether they're going to start collecting the jury as they normally would. I can't remember when it would usually start. But yeah, and, and the big question is whether it's going to be final two or final three. So yeah. we'll, we'll circle back to this. But I do want to say about Scott, I, I everybody knows I love a quitter. Like I really don't mind a quitter in Survivor. I know people have strong feelings and uh, especially former players. Like I can hear where people are coming from when they're frustrated with a quit. I think that quitting is built into the fabric of Survivor. I've always said Survivor is a microcosm of life. And I actually, I think that I'm I'm paraphrasing uh, Jonathan Penner here uh, when, from last season, season 45, when we had two quits. And if Survivor is a microcosm of life, people quit at life. People quit at things and that's okay. And I think that like, I think it adds something interesting to the show. I can recognize that people are like, I want to play that game or people that have already been voted out might feel like, fuck, like he could have gone instead of me. He could have quit all, he could have quit before I was voted out and might've changed some things. Yeah. Um, but he quit when he quit. He earned his spot on that show and he made the decision that was best for him. And I think good for him. That's for me, it's a memorable exit. And uh, I really felt for him during his exit. I thought it was emotional. I loved the send off line, one awfully big adventure. Um, so I, like I'm leaving with fond thoughts of Scott. Yeah, I only have positive thoughts for him as well. And I love his little montages he makes on They're Instagram. So cute. Yeah, it's like no They're wonder so he cute. wanted to get back and make art. Like he's, he's got <laughs> he's got collages to make. He's got some decoupage to do. <laughs> so, okay. So now here's getting back to what I was going to say about the missing information of the yes. last episode. Because this was so confusing. That, I know. So, you, like, what happened? <laughs> because we open the next episode with Caroline in absolute turmoil. Turmoil. She is crying. She's calling Mark an asshole. Um, or she's consoling Kitty. She's like, "Can I please sleep next to you in the shelter? Like, we're going to have to move Kirby over because I can't be next to that man." Um, what? happened i was so confused that i genuinely left the episode went through all my links to ins- i was like this must be mislabeled i must be two episodes <laughs> ahead that something is not adding up here i have no fucking clue i have no idea and the only thing i could possibly think of at least edit wise was mark saying yeah you know sh- i'll shoot back tomorrow or like it is game on in response mm. to kitty's comment but it just it didn't seem deep enough, and maybe they didn't want to take away from Scott's moment and show what really went down. Yeah, but that was a weird opening to an episode. It did. Or they not must have gotten go. like very, very credible intel that Mark was going to vote Kitty out. Yeah, I like wish that's the only thing I can think. It's just that we didn't really see that happen. We didn't see them know for sure, which is very typical of like leading into tribal. They don't want to tell us exactly what's going to happen, but maybe they got very credible intel and knew that the shot was being taken at Kitty. That's why she went so hard at tribal council. And then she was saved by Scott and they're sort of like dealing with the fallout of that. That's what I imagine happened, but it, you well, know, I, I used like a little flashback or something. Well, this is what this is based on information from seasons ago from a past player on Australian Survivor. 
This is not like some deep intel, but I think it's just with the resources they have versus American Survivor or how they manage things. I've heard from past players that they have had conversations off camera, you know, like they'll have deep, meaningful conversations with people because there are not as many cameras there, or maybe there's not the same strict structure there. When we are being transported in American Survivor, there is no speaking. You do Mm -hmm. not speak, period. They have people watching you to make sure you're not speaking. But I've heard from, like, I remember, I won't say their name, um, but somebody from Blood vs. Water making a comment of, yeah, there was this one moment and I was really hoping they would catch it, but there was no camera around. And they were bummed that this moment, there was no camera. And did you never not have a camera around? Never. Wow. There was always a camera, unless it was specifically a transport moment where you're on lockdown and you're being watched. So you can't speak. What about when you're pooping? Uh, My camera crew is still close by. They're just not looking. But you're in the ocean. But they also have to be close to you to make sure you're not like drowning or something. So, um, but yeah, I know you're just in the water away from them. But I would regularly see my producer just like peeking over the trees. Like they're not trying to be invasive, but they're making sure you're still in the water Um, and you're not off hunting for something, doing something secretive or in danger. Uh, So what I'm assuming, just based on that little tidbit from past seasons is maybe, you know, right after voting, they were in their little waiting tent and they're like, were you going to vote for me? Were you going to, maybe they got confirmation of who was going to vote where. And by the time they got back to camp, they are pissed and they already have the information. After our tribals, no speaking, period. Everyone is just getting consumed by anger or frustration or happiness that they're moved. And then right when we start speaking is when the camera is on us and then everyone explodes. But you have to just sit in silence for hours after tribal in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, maybe they already got their confirmation. And by the time they got to camp, all the emotions were already out there. because They didn't need to figure anything out. They already got their answers. Yeah. So that's what I'm assuming. Yeah. So that would make the most sense of they don't have anything to show us. <laughs> have you ever heard the story about how Kim allegedly cheated on One World by communicating on the way to tribal? Hmm. No. And so it was. Uh, uh, it wasn't to get Troyzan out, but it was to get one of Troyzan's allies out. And they were in the van where they can't communicate, but she silently signaled somehow mm. with her eyes or something to mm-hmm. like round up the votes against this guy. And then Troyzan would follow. And Troyzan, like I think, tried to sue or take legal action as a result of that. Um, oh. And they, they, they didn't. Nothing came of it except that Troyzan was put on the second chance vote when he had no business being there. So I think they were kind of like, we'll give you another chance. Mm. He doesn't get into second chance famously because nobody wants to see him play again. And so what do they do? They throw him on Game Changers. (laughs) (laughs) I only had one moment where I broke protocol um, and did something off camera. Uh, because right before we went to lockdown and it was the Shan vote, she was like, Erica looks too calm. And in Shan's mind, Erica was the vote of who was going home. And so they called lockdown. I was like, fuck. And we're all lined up. We're grabbing our torches to go do our filming for like walking down the beach, which was my least favorite part of the whole experience. And um, I turned 
when my when the person was standing there and I said, look fucking sad. I think I said fucking. I was like, look sad. And then she looked down and like continued like looking devastated like this is the end. I'm getting voted out after that moment. Um, wow. That was the only thing I did that like you were not supposed to do. Because she didn't look concerned at all. And I was like, girl! <laughs> Shan has an idol. So, so, okay. So another reason that you're responsible for Erica's win. <laughs> Let's not bury the lead here. <laughs> okay. Back to Australian Survivor. So we have this immunity challenge where they have to hang on poles. I really loved this. Like aesthetically, it was stunning out in the water, in the shallow water. Mm-hmm. And uh, just hanging on this thin pole, like it looked awful. But I have a question. Okay. Which is that, so it comes down to Rihanna and Eileen again. Again with the, the rope holding. They're, they're yeah. so good at holding ropes. Did you notice that Rihanna's hand was all bandaged up? No. Yeah. So she has a huge bandage on her hand and all over her fingers. Something happened. And I can't help but think that must give you a slight advantage Mm. when holding a slippery rope. Yeah. I'm not calling, you know, but look, look, look. I also can't have been nice to hurt her hand, but I'm just saying. Like, there was a lot of close-ups of a Band-Aid on her hand, so... I mean, it's probably from their last rope-holding challenge. Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe it is. And where no, was Eileen's yeah. bandage? Non-existent. I... Yeah. Rihanna really needs to calm the fuck down with these endurance challenges, because people are noticing. <laughs> yeah, like totally. Oh, I would notice. It's getting way too noticeable that she... Like, she's known as, like, this beast now. Yeah. Confused beast, but beast. Oh, <laughs> positive beast <Yeah. laughs> uh, okay well so Rihanna wins of course and we go back to camp and I guess the plans here that really come together uh, and granted it's fluid but uh, everything's changed since the last vote and so we see really Valeria and Mark and their crew uh, which includes Kirby Winna and others at this point uh, plan to vote for Kitty yeah. But everything goes to shit as it as it tends to do. And they decide to switch that to Caroline because like Kitty's onto them and I, I don't know. I, I guess it's like to them, it's either Kitty or Caroline. I mean, like when it comes to Kitty and Caroline, when you're taking the shot at like the right hand person, mm-hmm. I feel like they're on equal footing. Yeah. I know Caroline's like a little more front and center for us, but I imagine out there it's like one or the other. They're basically the same person. Yes, except for Caroline's uh, negativity, which multiple people have said, like, she's the most negative person in camp. Or maybe it's just Valeria that said that. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like there's, like, something kind of nasty going on online. I don't know if you're, like, on Australian Survivor Twitter, but, like, Caroline and Valeria both are really getting slammed as villains in a way that, like, and I think there's an argument to be made that they are Survivor villains, but I think they're, they're lovable survivor villains. Like, this is the kind of villain I want. But I think people are being, like, pretty nasty to both of them. You know, I don't know what it is. Because when I... I, was, I really was thinking about this in this week's episodes. Of why is it when Valeria is being super conniving and, like, doing what she needs to do, I'm not bothered. But there are certain moves with Caroline. Like, I do 
have a different reaction where I'm like annoyed or pissed off at her, which isn't fair to her. I'm saying I understand this is not rational for me to be more upset at Caroline than Valeria, but I am feeling that way. And I'm like, God damn it, Caroline. (laughs) Like I get so mad. Um, And I don't know why that is. That's so interesting because if I like, because we all have feelings and they're based on all of our life experience and whatever. But that's so interesting because I feel exactly the opposite way where I'm like, Caroline can do no wrong. Certainly there's like some things (laughs) to question, Mm -hmm. but for me, Valeria is the villain. And I'm like, I'm like, can you stop Valeria? Like you're, you're, you're starting to piss me off. And so that's so interesting, but that's what I love about this is that like, like I said, like we have quote unquote villains, like TV show villains on our hands here and a conflict that's worthy of Survivor and two people can watch the same thing and come away on different sides. Absolutely. Perfect TV. I'm assuming it's my biases are, you know, when I feel like when Valeria leaves the game, if let's say if she was voted out, let's say she's, it doesn't matter if she wins, voted out, whatever it may be. I feel like she could be like, oh, that was a fun time. You know, mm-hmm. and that's more my mindset. Like I had so much fun. Um, and the people I'm friends with on my cast, they had fun. And with Caroline, it is exactly what Valeria said. I feel like she takes everything so personally and it bothers me in a way because there are people on my cast that took things so personally that we can't speak anymore. And that's hard for me. Like, I don't like seeing that. I want people, even if they're vicious in the game, I want them to recognize it still is a game. Um, right. And that's not the vibe I'm getting. That could totally be wrong. You know, that could totally be wrong. But at least the energy I'm getting through the screen is Caroline is taking this so personally that she's going to hate the people who turned against her in real life. And that's just the translation I'm getting. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. For me, I love that. (laughs) (laughs) And now, uh, granted, here's my bias. If this, if these were men fighting this out, I'd be like, fuck both of them. They're losers. Like, because they're losers. But because they're women, I'm like, wait, Caroline is taking it personally because she's really invested and she really cares about this. And she wants to win so badly. Where I think that if Valeria won, it would be like a, cool, I won Survivor. Where I feel like if Caroline won, it would be like, oh my God, this changes my life. Um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And like, I don't, I don't mean that in any kind of disparaging way. I'm just being like, I know Caroline is a huge Survivor fan. Yeah. And like, I'm, I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth because like I famously like get annoyed by Survivor fans on Survivor. Mm-hmm. But, but I just feel like Caroline is bringing all the energy I want to the show. And I know it means so much to her. And it means so much to her that it's causing problems for her in the game. Yeah. And I just think that's like riveting TV. I So I'm like backing Caroline. I see that. And I, I think I would be so happy if Mark, even Caroline, or Eileen won. Like just because I know the joy it would bring them. I, w- I would be so happy for them, even though I have I have preferences elsewhere that are not those three of who just character wise I would love to win. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, no, I I, I get. But you mean saying. because of the fandom? Yes, yes. Yeah. It just means yeah, so yeah. much. Like you you want to be there so badly, so yeah. badly. So okay, well, fuck Alex, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I think Alex is a big Survivor fan. I've been looking at his Twitter. Seriously. Yeah, I think so. Huh. And I got to yeah. say, Alex hanging on that rope. Oof. Mm-hmm. He got the wardrobe right this year. 
I can't believe he wore that for the rope challenge. I just I would have put on pants for that one. So much bare skin. Oof. Totally. Oof. And when he slid down it, that was not pretty. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so the counterattack that Caroline and Kitty plan in this vote, I think, is so masterful. I love it. Like the way that they went from being a duo who had no allies in the game to suddenly pulling in this Eileen, Ferris, Raymond, uh, Rihanna, Mark, Alex, etc., to vote for Winna, but but also because they know they like need to make sure the numbers are gonna be right. This this deceit that they put on Alex and Rihanna, I think it is. Yes. Voting for one voting for Valeria, one voting for Mark. Yeah. Just to split up the numbers and shore up that majority. I loved that move. I, was it necessary? I feel like they could have just got them to vote for Winna. Especially Rihanna, yeah. Yeah. And now they just broke trust with Rihanna yet again for leaving her. Well, out. that's the thing is <laughs> as much as I love the little moves that are being made episode to episode, they're burning bridges every day. Yes. Which is uh, a little frustrating to watch, but I do love to see I love to see a plan come together. Yeah. However, that moves that cost them Eden leaving next because Rihanna yeah. voted with the other side. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. And so did Alex. Yeah. Like they lost Alex. It's true. But and, and I mean, maybe we can go there. Did Winnet go home with an idol? He never played his idol, did he? No, he did play it. He played it oh, for himself in that three way tie. Right, 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 right. We've had yes, two ties already this season. Yeah. Oh my God. I know I wasn't here for the big the big tribal twist. The the challenge at Tribal Council. Oh, oh my god, I loved that. And the split vote, like that was all genius. Loved it. So it was good. amazing because it was like I you know, I saw it coming and it was like, okay, this was around the time they did it in Heroes versus Villains. And of course, that is one of the all time best episodes of Survivor yep. ever produced. And I was like, okay, like is it it's never gonna reach those levels, and it certainly didn't. But it like, great. it paid off. They it it got it got a good they got a good episode out of it. They got a good so tribal good. out of it. And Charles Lee, oh god, it was good. And just the, the it was just the that that Ferris, Eileen, and Kirby were all the voters worked so well, and because like Kirby wasn't working with Ferris and Eileen was in trouble, like, it was all... And Valeria like attacking Ferris and then Ferris being like, oh, you don't got a vote tonight, honey. <laughs> and her being like, well, <laughs> sorry about that. Because <laughs> there was a world in which it was just like, what? Valeria and her fellow... Eileen, yeah. Yeah, they, they could all... Just, like, it could have just been like, a, oh, okay, well, this didn't really make a difference. Yeah. Okay, so well, then let's move on to uh, the final episode where we get a lot of fallout from this wild uh, win a vote uh, because right out the gate, Caroline confronts Mark again. Like she's just always coming back from tribal heated at Mark. <laughs> and, but this time she's got, she's got reason to be because Mark had actually written down Caroline's name at tribal council. So she's like, <laughs> I love this because she's like, you, you wrote down my name. I never wrote down your name. And it's like, Okay, Caroline, but that's a technicality. Yes, it is. Because <laughs> you have been taking shots at him since you voted out Viola. Yeah. And, you know, like, it's the same thing with Eileen being like, I didn't write down your name, Kirby. And Kirby's like, I don't give any fucks. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Eileen. <laughs> and you get also this whole Valeria thing coming up because now it's like, yeah, Caroline's pissed at Mark, but you know who she's really pissed at? Valeria. 
and Valeria might fight wolves in Russia, but they are puppy dogs compared to Caroline. I cringed so hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, I loved it. I loved it. Of course you do. <laughs> and the way she just like the whole delivery, it's like, did they give her that line? Like, did they? It's giving Big Brother US. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, you know how they feed them lines in the diary room? Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> and it was just like the 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 way the emphasis on it was like it was like they did a few takes and then the thumb pointing to like they're puppy dogs compared to me. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I just thought yeah. Geez, it's like her and Eden. They, they they definitely recognize that the camera. This is their chance. This mm-hmm. is their chance to tell a story. Um, it's just not landing sometimes, and I don't mean that in a negative way. It's just not the la- the lines are not landing. Mm-hmm. What was that one with the baby? And it's a baby girl. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I've delivered thousands of babies, and tonight I'm delivering my first blindside, and it's a baby girl. <laughs> You, Actually, you know she like practiced that 90 times. That was iconic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, but Eden has this big plan here to get the band back together. He wants to reassemble all the OG Titans. And it's like, why? No. I guess, I guess it would work out well for him. But it's. I don't think anybody else in the OG Titans like really have much to gain from this. Do they? I don't believe so. No. So I was a little confused about this plan. I was, you know what I'm confused about? How everyone is telling Jaden everything. Well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This is the thing, because not only does Eden have the idea to get the band back together, but he also has this idea to become a great mentor to Jaden on how to play Survivor. And boy, is that going to bite him in the ass. Yes, it is. It is narratively a great story. <laughs> you know, I not I'm trying not to jump ahead, but I will say there is so much more to Jaden than what we are seeing because the fact that he's willing to go along with Eden's vote on round one, but when mm-hmm. he's sick because he's okay with the person they're voting out. But the second he sees, oh, I can get out the big bitch, the one who got out my boy, and him switching. Did I, you I don't say the big bitch. I you know what? I don't know why I said that. I truly <laughs> don't. I truly it just popped out. As I said it, I even paused in my head. I was like, I've never used those that phrase. <laughs> okay. It, but it, 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 tonight you're delivering your first blind side, and guess what? It's a big, big bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but I think if the vote had been on anyone else but Eden, he would have continued to vote with that group. Hmm. I believe that. Really? Yeah, because I think in his mind he thinks it's Eden's fault, and I don't even know yeah, if that's but, necessarily but like, true. What if it was like Kitty or Caroline? I don't know if he would have. I don't know if he. I think he would have. I think maybe he's seeing Eden because Eden is always talking to him. Yeah, Eden yeah. is always the one sharing info with him. So maybe yeah. from his perspective, Eden is the one coming up with the ideas, and so if he thinks that Eden is the one creating this narrative, which he, like. Especially with him saying, people are going to be gunning for me after we get out whoever, Mark or whoever. In Jaden's mind, Eden is the one coming up with these plans, maybe. I don't really see Kitty or Caroline talking to Jaden all that much. 
they usually confer yeah. with him after he's been told the plan already by Eden. Yeah. Okay. So that's just my, it doesn't mean it's necessarily factual, but yeah. I think that Jaden's perspective is Eden caused that. Eden yeah. told them the plan. Eden and his water bottle told Caroline and Kitty to vote out Winna. That's right. what I think he thinks. Okay. I do wonder, though, how much... And we have to be careful what we say here because um, <laughs> they talked about this on Talking Tribal and uh, oh Jaden took a serious issue with Shannon and sent his legions of followers uh, to go harass her. So Don't do it to me. James I played, was, I don't think Jason... I don't think I listening to this, but like, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not adding my Instagram handle to this episode. But <laughs> I do, <laughs> I do think that uh, which like don't believe people. Only I can believe people <laughs> because I'm always punching up. Who am I? A big okay. bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, where was I going with this? Oh yeah, I do think like a significant part of his thought process here was. The rock drawing, right? Mm-hmm. Which surely Eden would have told him about that in his survivor mentoring, that if there's a tie and it continues to be a tie, they would have to draw rocks. Now, of course, Jaden is safe from that because he's won immunity this episode. Mm-hmm. But it risks just damaging his alliance. But but I guess that's the question is like, what is his plan moving forward? Because he originally voted with Eden and the Titans, etc., um, and then he goes against them. So it's like, was his plan always to like sort of vote with them this time and then go again? Like, did he have a long-term plan? Mm-hmm. He doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that has a long-term plan. Uh, I think his long-term plan is like, how many more bench presses can I do with this <laughs> giant log on the beach at night? But I, I, yeah, I guess, it, I, I don't know. Like how much did the rock draw play into his decision or did it at all? I truly don't think it did. Yeah. I truly don't. <laughs> Because I don't know, I like at this point he's voted out his closest ally, as far as I'm aware. Because now that Win is gone, who else does he have besides Eden? Well, everyone talks to him though, so he could have anybody. Everyone yeah. confides in him. Mark confides in him. Valeria confides in him. Kitty and Caroline. Everyone. Yeah, true, true. I guess that I guess that Valeria and. Mark, to some degree, I guess Valeria and Kirby spent a lot of time with him, right? Like, mm-hmm. so maybe that is an option for him. I don't know. I'd have to think that I need, I need like a chart, <laughs> <laughs> but okay. Well, we've talked about that and hopefully we're not going to get bullied, but I do want to talk about the reward challenge because it's a really fun reward, uh, really fun reward and a really fun barbecue that comes with the reward. Yes, it so is. Of course, it's the iconic Isuzu, 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 Isuzu. We went through this last season. They didn't get a choice this year, though. Did you notice? Usually, they get to choose an SUV or a truck. Oh, I forgot. It was just an SUV. Mark doesn't strike me as a truck guy, anyway. Yeah, maybe they didn't even give him the option. They're like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I loved how he's like, uh, "What was JLP's like advertisement for it? Pack up your family for a nice weekend." Or leave them behind. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that. I missed that. <laughs> uh, I didn't love the challenge itself. It was like a little like lackluster to me. But Mark wins it. Uh, Mark chooses to take Kitty and Valeria, who came in second and third with him. And then he gets one more choice. And he picks Caroline. Which, is Mark just 
does he just know he's making a TV show at this point? Because I couldn't believe he picked Caroline. Baffling. I was so thrilled, but I couldn't believe he picked Caroline. Yeah, it wasn't good. However, you know, I was bothered until I got to the vote and I saw they voted together. Yeah, it worked. So it worked. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he did have a plan. So like, I'll get I'm, I'm not like criticizing the move to bring Caroline. I just think it's funny because I feel like that was going to be the biggest thing. And even coming into merch, he was like, the problem I have here is that I have to get Caroline and Valeria back on board with each other if we're going to work together at all or like or if I'm going to be able to get Caroline to trust me so I can blindside her Um, and that was like a battle that was never going to be won and then here we are where now it's in his interest He, he does like this plan that Eden's come up with to bring back the OG Titans as a voting block and the the only thing he has to do is get Caroline and Valeria to make up and they're at each other's throats every day and he manages to pull it off. Yeah. And I got to say this barbecue was iconic. I loved the barbecue. It was so fun. And Valeria trying so hard to make her point, which she made she made the point very clearly to another group of people earlier in the episode of she takes things personally, like, you know, like the game moves. Per- exactly what I said. You know, she takes it to a really personal level. Um. And I don't think she was able to clearly say that to Caroline's face. She more was backpedaling and saying, like, I didn't mean it like that. You know, I, I, I just kind of said things that my bad. I, I think she could have done a better job at making it clear what she meant by weak player. Um, yeah. I don't think you can really unopen the box on saying she doesn't deserve to be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, and I guess we kind of forgot to talk about this from that tribal council, everything that was said. And I mean, you, you've said it now, but saying yeah. that she's going to vote out the weakest player and, and the person that doesn't deserve to be here, which is like, that was pretty brutal. It was. It was. I do wonder how much of some of Valeria's delivery is a language barrier. Yeah. Because I did feel like also at the barbecue when she was trying to explain herself, she was actually digging herself deeper into a hole mm-hmm. where she was like well what i meant was you're a really emotional player and caroline was like excuse me <laughs> me emotional <laughs> um but i mean caroline had a good point she was like you play emotionally too and so does mark especially mark and it's like yeah they like they do yeah like look like you're telling me you're not playing emotionally when you've been spending weeks like trying to avenge Viola. <laughs> viola's vote out like please please yeah do you know that Viola's on another TV show on that same channel? Excuse me? Oh my god, did you not know this? No, how would I know this? On the same night, on, what's the channel? S- something 10? On 10? Yeah. She's on a show about a veterinary service where she's like, she, <laughs> it's not scripted. It's a reality show of what she does in her real life working at a vet. And oh it's, my god. Yeah. So she was like, I'm going from one show to the other because the same night she was voted out, there was an episode of that show on the same channel. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. Should she's we on... recap that? No. <laughs> but no, Maybe she's I'll on another show. That instead of Survivor 46. There. That's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, at the end of the day here at this barbecue... We do get an apology, and the apology is accepted, and it's like, so, 
Like it, it honestly warmed my heart, but I was also laughing at the same time. But there's that incredible shot where it's like they're holding hands and she's like, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I was just like this. These are two people who just like have they have guns behind their back and they're just like waiting to draw them. But they're they're holding hands for now. Mm-hmm. I yeah. loved it. So, of course, we talked about this, that Jaden uh, wins immunity. And it was the old idol on a pole challenge. I love that challenge. It's so I hate dangerous. That. I, that's why I hate it. It scares me. It, tr- it's, it actually like makes me uncomfortable to watch. It's, there were some close calls, I thought. Oh, my God. When it fell, I don't know if it was Rihanna or Kirby's, but one of them, it fell behind them. I totally thought it hit Yeah, I think them. it was Rihanna. But it was hard to tell with the angle. It could have hit the pole behind her. It hit something. Yeah, it hit the it hit the little like because they're in a they're in a little like crate like a mm-hmm. like a sheep's pen. Yeah, yeah. It just makes me a little too nervous. And the way that Ferris looked, <laughs> I mean, that's been screen capped to uh, to death online. <laughs> but that face that Ferris was making was <laughs> like, look, it was worth it. It was worth the danger. <laughs> Jaden is so fun to watch. I, I wish I saw more gameplay from him, um, at least from what they're showing us. But Jaden is so his like happiness and jolliness, and him winning and just be like, <laughs> it's just fun. okay. So now you're trying to be the one to not get bullied, and I'm going to be bullied because you're sucking up to Jaden now. I don't. I can say whatever I want because I play. I'm joking. I'm not on the couch. <laughs> according to him or whatever oh you know what can you fill me in maybe what? you don't know what because that was all in response to something george said at talking no. tribal he no, said no 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 exactly george mm-hmm. like he was responding to george and then made that comment of the couch yeah the talking tribal clip was uh <laughs> no now we're recapping talking tribal <laughs> which by the way can't it, you must see tv chrissy zaremba is still learning about her she just found <laughs> out that survivors 26 days in the u.s she called it pathetic uh, <laughs> i put it on our instagram if you want to see it didn't uh, she tell me she watched and already people are, people are like uh liz from survivor 46 is in the comments and be like just respectfully disagree uh <laughs> so so it's blowing up over on the instagram uh oh. drop at drop your buffs pod if you're not following uh okay <laughs> Do you also know that I we we <laughs> so stupid? Do you know Do you know what collaborative posts on Instagram where it's like one person posts but multiple accounts are shown? Yes, I am currently in a post on Drop Your Buffs with Survivor CBS account. Seriously? Yeah, it was sent by Logo because Parvati just did this interview with Johnny Sibley for Logo. Yeah, and was asked if you could put together an alliance of queer celebrities for Survivor, who would it be? She names Evan Ross Katz. So Logo made a reel of that and then invited all these collaborators, including Survivor. Survivor accepted. So I was like, well, I'm fucking accepting. So now I have a shared post with Survivor. I see it now. I see (laughs) it. So that's my... that's my, that's That's what you're missing if you're not following us on Instagram. You're only getting half the story. And Drag Race, or... Yeah, Drag Race, I think, is in there, too. Sorry, I just saw the post where she said she's looking at the camera and says, pathetic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, so what does George say? Let's start oh, so, this. Oh, yeah, well, I forgot what we were talking about, talking tribal, um, is that uh, I think George says, look, this 
like basically like this was the right move for Jaden to make is to flip on Eden because like otherwise we're going to rocks. And then but Shannon's counterpoint to that was it doesn't matter. He's safe, right? He, like it does it shouldn't matter to him if they're going to rocks because someone is gonna go for like, you know, it was exactly what we said. Like he's gonna he's voting for the other side, he's flipping to the other side. If that's the case, like so willy-nilly, what does it matter to him who goes? He doesn't really have any close allies. So she just thought it was a bad move from Jaden, really. Oh. And okay. it doesn't sound like he's very good at taking criticism. Yeah, no, he was pissed. Yeah. I think it was out of bounds what he did. Yeah um okay so anyways that aside so there were so many plans going on simultaneously but eden wants this more complicated split of ray and rihanna and they want more votes on ray but they want rihanna to be nervous so that she plays her idol mm-hmm. then mark wants caroline to just only vote for ray i think he wants everything piled on ray and not to do a split with rihanna Right, right, right. But then Caroline and Kitty absolutely refuse until they hear Eden out, him and his water bottle. She's like, no, I'm not going to do this because this is going to piss off Ferris. Well, I really loved that because it was like, Eden comes up with this whole complicated plan, see this idea that we're voting for Rihanna, we're going to flush her idol, like, yeah, maybe we'll throw some vote, like, whatever, figuring out the votes. Um, But that he hashes this whole plan and then goes to Caroline and Kitty and is like, so here's the plan. And they're like, excuse me, like, no, we just worked so hard to get Ferris, Eileen, and Raymond yeah. on our side, and now we're just going to go against them? Like, fuck that. I love that. I loved her reaction. Like, no, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. She was, <laughs> and then five minutes later, okay, I've thought about it, I'm in. <laughs> She's like, no, nobody talked to me about this, which I thought that was a funny response. I'm like, he's literally talking to you now. <laughs> this is this is what's happening right now. Yeah, and yeah, it was yeah. his plan. But then Eden, so, okay, I'm trying to make sure I have this clear. Eden then told Rihanna that the majority yeah. of votes were on her. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who he told her the split. Was. No, he didn't tell her anything. He just said majority on you because then um, Rihanna goes to Kirby and it's like, I guess the majority are on me. But if it's a majority, that means there are votes elsewhere. And Kirby says, play the idol to keep yourself safe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which was a commendable thing. I, I, like, I think that was nice of Kirby not to be like, well, let's figure out who. It might be a blind side. Maybe you play it on me. She was just like, keep yourself safe, Rihanna. Yeah. Then, I believe, I don't know for sure, but I think Eden is the one who then tells Ferris that it's Val. Eden was everywhere. Yeah, this was Eden's big plan. And like, maybe this is why Jaden goes against Eden. Is like he was running around to everybody, like yeah. making sure that this like convoluted plan would get attributed to him at a final tribal council, perhaps. Yeah. And I loved this where Ferris is like, I smell a rat and this doesn't quite add up. And and Ferris can just, I mean, as he said at tribal council, he was reading them like a book. Uh, not quite like a book because <laughs> I thought his plan to sniff out the rat was like a little confusing because what he did when he pulled Caroline and Kitty each aside individually and was like, I've heard Raymond and Eileen's name being thrown out there. It's like, so was he not told about the Rihanna thing from Kirby? Like, I don't know that that's unclear to me. But that he came up with Raymond and Eileen. I mean, look, it's not a bad guess, but where did he get that information? Because like he was, I feel like he was actually so close. If he had just said, "I've heard Raymond's name out there," yeah, he should have done uh, one name Raymond's for each name of was them. Out there. He should have done. Uh, I heard Eileen's name to one person. See yeah. how they react. If it seemed chill, then great. Then if he went to Kitty and said Raymond, and her reaction. 
because she was both of them were able to be like Eileen. No, like they were able to have some kind of truth to their response. He should have done. I would. I would suggest he do one name each yeah. if he was really trying to sniff something out. Totally. Now totally. this is where I get confused because then at tribal, I don't understand the intention here for Eden to lean over to um, Mark and say, "I think we should split the votes." Why? Why go backwards to a split? If you're more nervous, what I typically mm-hmm. see is if you're nervous, you pile up on one person that's a new target. You don't like split with the target you already have as a split. Well, when he said that, was that in reaction to Ferris starting to figure it out and Alex talking to Ferris and things like that? Like the sort of mini live tribal that was going on? Possibly. But if you see that many people collaborating, talking yeah. together, why are you going to put less votes yeah. on your target? Right. I just didn't really understand. Switch it to Ferris then. Blindside them. Do something wild. But don't mm-hmm. say, you know what, our target, let's put less votes. Mm-hmm. I just didn't yeah. really understand that that moment. Yeah. And I guess the other thing that I didn't understand from this tribal was like, why the OG Titans made it so clear what was happening. Oh my God, I with mean, all that Ferris barbecue says talk. He read them like a book, but... Especially when I don't remember if it was Caroline or Valeria, but I think Caroline said, you know, it was a nice moment for the OG Titans coming together. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, It was just a little too all honest. And is that because tribals go on for so long and you just you just talk like did you ever find you were opening up more like did you ever look back and go, oh, God, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Um, Not in regards to like. It affecting a move right. maybe just making me look bad on tv yeah oh, okay, but not <laughs> um but no like i feel like i at least for my, me my experience i would tell people when i was going to say things that are going to make it seem suspicious towards them right. but like it's just to get the scent off of our plan right. which is why i was more confused with Caroline and Valeria should have just been like, hey, let's pretend we're still on bad terms. I didn't know why they were showing so much honesty there. They should have been like, yeah, one barbecue isn't going to fix everything. But could you imagine if one of them said something bad about the other? (laughs) You know, it could have torpedoed the whole thing. (laughs) It could, you know, I guess with those two. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, maybe. I see your famously emotional players. <laughs> not Val. I'm not emotional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So maybe, yeah, maybe that's what they were just <laughs> working with the cards they were dealt here. Um, but we did have this big, shocking flip, uh, uh, as we talked about, where Jaden on the revote takes out Eden and Eden goes home. He's been bamboozled. Bamboozled. So. And Re played her idol, which I think was good for her. Do now you? it's, one, yeah, I think it's just one less thing to, for people to target you. Yeah, yeah. And her name has been on the chopping block so many times. Just, you know, get rid Mm -hmm. of it. You know who I'm losing a little bit in the game is Alex. He has been pretty invisible. But I feel like like he has some power, especially he's, I've just seen him since the merge, really since he got sent over to the Titans, that he is like a free agent of sorts. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like he's sort of like diminishing a little bit. Maybe that's on purpose. Like maybe he'll reemerge at a later date, but I do feel like for somebody who, I mean, starting in the cuddle crew, he's had a, an amazing journey, 
but I and I, I feel like ever since the Kitty Caroline misdirect where he voted for uh, I think Valeria mm-hmm. um, when Winna went home, like I feel like he's sort of been like pushed to the back burner. I mean, like obviously he was on the right side of this vote with, on the revote um, and was brought in by Ferris on that, but like. I'm just I'm missing him a, a, a little bit in terms of like what's his direction in the game. He was on he was on the right side of the vote, not just for the revote, both. I mean, I guess both. it was a split, but yeah, sure, yeah, or a tie. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he didn't switch his vote. That's all I mean. No, 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 yeah. Okay. Anything else to say about this week? Yes. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. Uh, I think my I think my favorite thing that I've seen written on parchment, Eden lies and more lies. <laughs> <laughs> Who wrote that? I have no idea, but I loved it. I'm going to assume Jaden, but I don't know. Great. (laughs) Do you want to pick an emoji for this week's meme cap? Is there a barbecue? A bone? A bed? Ooh, a bed. Is there a bed? Let's see. Let's take a peek. There is a bed. Wow. There's a bed with and without a person in it. (laughs) Yeah, let's. the one with the person looks so strange. Um, the show that Valeria's on, or uh, Va- uh, Viola. Viola. The Doghouse Australia on Channel 10, Thursdays, 7.30. The Doghouse Australia implies that there's the Doghouse other countries. I don't know, but it's a reality okay. show. Well, <laughs> and she's maybe on Maybe I'm going to rebrand. Maybe after I get bullied by Jaden, I'm going to rebrand this whole podcast to Drop Your Doghouse. <laughs> and it'll just be a Doghouse recap pod international fab okay all right with that so it's a bed right done for it's a bed yeah okay. you can choose the person in it or not i personally am partial to the person yeah it's kind of cute funny <laughs> okay uh so with that of course you can find us on instagram at drop your buffs pod you can find us on twitter at drop buffs pod i'm trying to tweet a little more now that 46 has premiered mm-hmm. and maybe i'll try to get some australian tweets in there as well And if you're interested in more Drop Your Buffs, of course, we are covering Survivor 46. You can find our recap of the premiere and subsequent episodes on the main feed. Uh, You can also find our after show over on the Patreon. Every week we do an after show to the Survivor US recaps. And we're also wrapping up the traders. There is one episode left. We are at the finale. Are you keeping up with the traders? Have you watched? Yeah, I just haven't watched last night's episode yet. That's it. Okay. But I know who went home. Oh, you know who went home. So I just want to say, I think we are, but look, if you're not caught up on the traders, turn this off now. I want to say, I think Sandra is about to win the traders. Sandra is about to win the traders. That would be queen stays queen. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Sandra and MJ are winning the show. MJ is hysterical to me. MJ's winning the show. MJ just got a winner edit in this episode. Okay. I haven't seen it. I've only seen Phaedra's like, I'm a traitor. I'm a faithful. So oh God, I'm a. F- oh, I know. Faithful <laughs> trader and Sheree. You can't be a faithful. Tra- <laughs> <laughs> like, let's not confuse Sheree anymore. Like, no, she does. She's like, wait, there's faithful traders. <laughs> she uh, really was confused. <laughs> Sheree's like, at what point do I lip sync for my life? Uh, okay. So, Star Starless. Yes. Oh my God, I forgot. Star Starless. <sighs> Caroline. <laughs> Star, star starless star 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 eden star starless star star jaden star starless starless rising is it starless rising yeah you always say star rising 
See, cause I th- I'm saying it. It's like they're a star and they're, they're rising. They're gonna get no, there. No, they're star. But I see your but perspective too. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I think it's both. Okay, Kitty, star, star. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, who? What? Kitty. <laughs> Kitty is starless rising. Okay, Mark. Well, you didn't answer for Kitty. Uh, star. Okay. She Mark was all is... over those episodes, girl. Like, she was everywhere this week. Marcus Starless Rising. Okay. I feel like for all the drama surrounding him, he wasn't really a big presence in the week. I agree. Starless Rising. Valeria. Star, Starless. Star. Star. Winna. Starless. Starless. Eileen. Starless Rising. Starless. Alex. Eileen messaged me today. Oh, Star Rising. (laughs) She followed me today, like 30 minutes ago. Oh. Star, star, star. Star. (laughs) Alex? Alex was a bit starless this week. Starless. Uh, Ferris. Star. Star. Kirby. Star. Starless Rising. Even though this was my favorite week of her. I do see that, yeah. Uh, Raymond. Starless. Starless. But he's looking cute. He's uh-huh, looking cute. Um, in real life, not in the yeah. show. <laughs> Rihanna. Oh, well, oh rude. Uh, okay, Rihanna, Starless. His hair. Starless. starless. Okay. <laughs> Scotty. Star. Star. Okay, fabulous. Okay, love that. Great. Glad we got that out of the way. Thank God. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, what did I say? Yeah, over, yeah, Patreon, Traders, Nicaragua, all the, all that stuff. And uh, we'll be back next week to cover week six of Australian Survivor. Can't wait. Fabulous. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Bye.